my relationship with the nurse at the start of the play is, I suppose, very much like a friend, a sort of best friend. And at the beginning of the play, it's all quite light. And maybe they play together a lot and do plays and things which would contrast hugely to what they go through throughout the rest of the play. The relationship with my mother, that's a bit of a deep, dark relationship, I think. They don't have a huge bond. There's not much between them throughout the play. I think the mother finds it hard with Juliet, having had her so young herself and never having a huge bond with her. And then also seeing the huge relationship that Juliet has with the nurse in contrast to their relationship makes it even harder for her, I think. And for Juliet, it's sad. It's sad, but she does have a replacement, which is the nurse. My relationship with the father at the start of the play, she's a daddy's girl. They have quite a functional relationship, I think, the father and Juliet. It's nowhere near a loving, openly spoken, loving relationship. It all changes when Romeo enters, when Juliet falls in love and starts to grow up and make her own decisions and her own choices, and that all stems from the love of Romeo and the danger that that incurs and her having to make decisions about her own life by herself and suffer whatever consequences that brings along with it, whether it means banishment for her or losing her parents at that time. The relationships with the parents and the nurse don't matter. What makes Juliet fall in love with Romeo in such a short space of time I believe, is the fact that she hasn't ever been out on her own without any guardian or anything like that. At this party, she's having fun on her own, dancing and and whatever, and is taken outside of that by a boy and being spoken to like a woman. It literally just pierces her heart. And she's never had that, ever, and probably has never really dreamt of that because she doesn't know about it. So it's all completely new and she loves it. Juliet out of Romeo and Juliet is is the more practical of the two. He's more poetic and dreamlike. She is like that as well, but also thinks about reality and what we should do because if we get married, then it's right in the eyes of God and between us. Three words, dear Romeo, and good night indeed. If that thy bent on love be honourable, thy purpose marriage, send me word tomorrow by one that I'll procure to come to thee, where and what time that will perform the right, and all my fortunes at thy foot I'll lay, and follow thee, my lord, throughout the world. He'll swear by the stars and the sun and the moon, where Juliet will say to him, don't swear by the moon, the moon's inconsistent. Just speak to me clearly and directly. Stop going around the houses and flowering everything. But at the same time, she does do that as well when she gets carried away. One of the examples of hers is, do not swear that you love me, but if you will swear, swear by your gracious self, which is the god of my idolatry, and I'll believe thee. She goes with it and allows herself to, but then will also rein herself back in and back to reality and the danger of what's going on and the stakes, how high they are, how important it is to just get to the point of what they need to do and do it. It's a huge danger factor and she does worry about him being killed, both of them being separated, but still goes ahead with it. 
I think that she believes that it's just meant to have happened. It was their decision to do this and that they're making this happen and is proud of that. But she doesn't do it in the same way as Romeo and talks about fate and this is what's supposed to be from the heavens. She knows what's happened. We've met, we've fallen in love and now we need to do this. And we can't leave it up to fate. We have to make it happen. Why Juliet chooses Romeo's banishment as more important than Tybalt's death is raw emotion. Tybalt is her cousin and she loves him and it's awful what has happened. And her first initial reaction is utter disgrace at Romeo for what he has done and she feels completely betrayed of the love that she's given him and how she's opened up to him and said that she's going to give her life to him and he's done that to her and her family. She tries to hate him, but she can't. She loves him and the fact that he is banished, everything that they've just gone through is ruined, is going to be worthless. If she stays angry with Romeo and that's it, then that's, that's it, over. She has to address this and find him and figure out how she's going to see him again. Should I speak ill of him that is my husband? Oh, poor my lord. What tongue shall smooth thy name when I, thy three hours wife, have mangled it? Because he now is her life. Tybalt being alive or dead isn't an issue in comparison with her and Romeo. That is her life. Without him, she's dead. The final soliloquy... It comes following a huge, sweeping journey where she is at the peak of her emotional distress and then settles herself and decides this is the only way, this is the key, this potion is the one thing that can unite me with Romeo and whatever it puts me through, it's going to bring us back together and that's the main thing. Her emotion from the language shows that she is very matter-of-fact The nurse leaves, the mother leaves, and all she says is farewell. God knows when we shall meet again. Come, vial. And that's it. She's straight into it, and she gets the vial. And then she is going to do it, but at the last minute, she questions it, because it is actually a huge, scary thing that she is doing, and she hasn't actually thought about that side of it. She's just thought about the outcome of seeing Romeo, but not what she's going to go through physically. And then there's the panic starts to set in of what if the friars ministered this in some way that actually he wants to have me dead because he's been involved in marrying me to Romeo. And then there's also the panic of, oh, but hang on, even worse than that, if I wake up in a tomb and I'm then going to die in a tomb alive, then Romeo's going to find me dead and it's not even going to work. But even worse than that, what if I wake up and then I just stay awake? with all of these dead bodies around me, including Tybalt, who's just died, would that not send me absolutely insane? And the language gets faster and more repetitive and more gross, actually. And then she talks about going insane by ripping out all of her forefather's joints and smashing herself over the head with it because she's gone completely insane. And because of this language, it builds and builds and builds to the point where she goes into another place and starts to visualise her cousin's ghost. And that then is the point where she is that petrified and that scared and that confused that taking this potion can't be any worse than how she's feeling at that moment in time. So that's when she's able to take it because at least she'll be able to see Romeo. I love Juliet. I love her character. I believe 
anyone who plays her or auditions for her or studies her must realise that she isn't just a pretty, dainty, perfect daughter. She is a feisty, strong, independent girl that turns into a woman by the end of the play. <laughs> 